This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For the cheese heads who want it fresh and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral, this is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Let's go ahead then and switch to our last little segment of the show where we give out game balls. We talk about stock up, stock down and favorite play of the game. So let's start with your game ball. Who would get your game ball this week? Oh man. (laughs) Anyone. (laughs) Boy, so many people to choose from Maggie. So many great games. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to go ahead and I'll give it to AJ Dillon. Um, He's been a bit of a punching bag. Did not again, 3.7 yards per carry. Not the best, but he's also, this was the most physical. He always, he'll do this where he'll like start out slow and you're like, he's a big guy. Why does he run through people? And then he'll have games like this and you find out that he will run through people. He had the really nice 11 yard gain, the little cutback, a uh, little jump cut that was just perfectly blocked and like down inside the red zone. I think he did that. He had some where he was hit two yards down and ended up with a six yard gain. So I don't think the best game overall statistically from him, but I think as far as aggressiveness, what you want to see out of him, I think his best game of the year. So I will just, it's slim picking. So I'm going to go ahead and give it to AJ Dillon. Yeah, I think that's fair. And this is probably cheating too, but I'll give mine to Rudy Ford because I think there was a lot of inconsistency on the defensive side of the ball and all off season, you know, we asked who was going to be the the starting safety opposite Darnell Savage. And, you know, Rudy Ford has held down the job through Mm -hmm. its entirety of the season. And he continues to be the guy on defense, forcing turnovers in the secondary so he'll get my game ball. How about stock up? It kind of ties into your game ball, I guess. AJ Dillon probably has the highest stock after getting our stock down award for maybe the last four weeks. So <laughs> stock up. I will give it not the not the best game for him. I'll give it to Christian Watson uh, just because this was first full game back. I still don't think 100%. I think if he's 100%, I think he scores a touchdown. Uh, but... I think he showed, again, the speed of what he can do to a defense. He had a chance at a couple other balls. Uh, he had the one they slowed down on that he didn't, he didn't bring in. He had the one at the end that maybe – I mean, he was – listen, not to sound sour grapes here, that's defensive pass interference. If that – if if the on that last play of the game, if that was a receiver 
that stiff arm behind him, full extension, that's offensive pass interference every single time. So he's fading back. It looks worse than it was. I still think you can go up and try to fight through that a little bit more to draw that call. So there's a couple of things you could have done better, but I think the speed of him out there, what he's able to do, I mean, just a couple times with the ball in his hands. That was a like a broken play that he got free on, and then he that's, what, 30 yards down the field, and he turns into a 77-yard gain. So I will give it to Christian Watson just because I desperately – want Christian Watson to be good and having a full game of him and doing good things. Uh, I will, I will give it to him because I think he's only going to get better from here. Um, I'll give my stock up to Eric Wilson with the caveat that we hope he's not going to be a starting inside <laughs> linebacker. Uh, but I thought in spot duty, he came in and I thought he played really well. I think he mm-hmm. was kind of always around the ball and Isaiah McDuffie, I know recorded the team lead in combined and total tackles, but I, I felt like Eric Wilson was everywhere and you hope Quay's back. It sounds like Devondre is going to be back after the bye, which is promising, but in spot duty stock up for Eric Wilson, who I know is also a mainstay on special teams stock down. Then I'll go. Uh, I hate to do this. Um, I'll go Tucker. <laughs> I'll go Tucker craft. Um, okay. And I, I, I hate to do it because he's rookie tight end. Um, I don't expect my in a normal year in the Packers, He's seeing the field three snaps a game. He's a special teamer if he's active at all. Uh, he is, he's like, aside from the fact that there's no production there, which I, I don't particularly care about, there's not a lot of production there. The thing that you would hope he'd be good at, he has not been good at. Uh, the, the, the blocking, like, he, he seems lost. He's running into guys. He had the one whiff on Max Crosby, which I get. Um, uh, there was an 11 yard game by Dylan that he did the same thing. I think Crosby just got wise to him, did the same thing, lined him up. Crosby went wide, and then Tucker Craft dove at him and blocked him out of the way. That exactly supposed to do. Crosby's good and smart. He didn't get him the next time. So that sucks for Tucker Craft. But uh, <laughs> I would hope with him getting more playing time that we would see a little more growth there, a little bit more like, he does one thing really well and I don't care about the rest of it so far. He's, he's not done a single thing. Well, so not saying that he's going to be terrible, but I hope we were going to see like at least one highlight of Tucker craft, just like plowing through someone on like a, on a slice block and he just hasn't done it yet. So I'll do stock down, but that's really my own expectations for Tucker craft that I had him on the high. And then the first place, I think. <laughs> I'm going to say Keyshawn Nixon. And I say that because I do give him credit for fair catching the ball a little bit more and, you know, taking it out at the 25 because that was Gracious. brutal last week. Like I appreciate him wanting, you know, everybody thinks they can be the spark plug and he's an all pro, right? Like he, he can literally be that for the team, but it's just, it wasn't working against the lions. And I think he, you know, like you said, wised up to it a little bit this week, but a couple miscues on, on the defensive side of the ball had that should have been, you know, house pick in the red zone that ended up scoring for the Raiders. So kind of some miscommunication and I think he can still be an effective slot corner, but at this point, just not, not the best Mm -hmm. out of him the first couple weeks. Favorite play. There aren't that many to choose from. So you have to have at least a favorite play. Oh man. I hate to go back to the Christian Watson one. Um, I'll go back to the Christian Watson one. Uh, just, just that's one, and that's it's that one's less Christian Watson. That seventy-seven year game, and more, more Jordan Love. That because that was a kind of out structure play. It's a concept they run all the time, and generally they don't even look to Christian Watson on that. That is because he's got like the deep takeoff, usually trying to hit Dobbs underneath on like the the intermediate crossing route. And then if not, you had I think it was Musgrave underneath. Uh, no, it was Reed. It was Reed underneath. 
that they both converge. It was the two safeties and busted coverage. They converged on on uh, Dobbs when Love was getting ready to throw it. He saw Watson at the last minute. Now there's a couple different things. One of the things I liked is that he looked up and saw Watson and was like, "I'm going to throw this." Because good recognition on his part to see those guys converging, know he had Watson, know the backside safety wasn't going to get there and throw it. We've also seen that stuff in the past where Love will he'll try to be perfect with it. He'll try to lead him upfield with guys wide open and he'll miss them. There's a miscommunication or he overthrows it or something. He, he just, he put it on him. He underthrew the ball, which in that situation, he's rolling left. You put it on him. You give your guy a chance to make a catch. And if he makes a play afterwards, fine. If not, it's still 30 yards. So I like that. I like that he saw him. I like that instead of trying to be perfect with the ball, he just put on Christian Watson, let him stop, catch the ball, knew he had time, and just make a play out of it. So again, I'll, I will go with that play, but it's more just the the recognition and then some of the growth of Jordan Love in terms of how, where he threw that ball uh, is why I liked it. And also it was the biggest gain of the day, so it's pretty easy. <laughs> As the offensive guru, yeah, that's, that, that's fair. Um, I'm going to take the Jordan Love scramble for 26 yards. I think I read that it was his longest of his career, which, mm-hmm. you know, short career, but still, still impressive. I talked, I think it was after the Falcons game. He's so poised all the time and he's so calm and cool and collected that when he gets up and he just chirps a little bit and talks his talk, it. like, I love that out of him because it's it's sometimes what the offense needs. Like they need to get rolling, they need to spark. And Jordan Love has proven week in and week out that he can be what the offense needs, whether that is a calming presence or he can be the spark plug. So really like to see what he can do with his legs. Rogers is always really fun doing that, but and I love Rogers to death. He was not the athlete that Jordan Love is with his legs. So some more designed runs out of him and some scrambles I think would go a long way for helping the offense that has consistently struggled Agreed. in the run game. Any final thoughts on this game before we close the book and officially head <laughs> into the bye week and hopefully, hopefully get a better outcome when we're able to talk about a worse team. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, after the I, don't, bye. I don't know if I have any final thoughts. I don't want to play talk about this game anymore, Maggie. No, I think it was, it was ugly. It was ugly. Um, but I do think there was still, Again, I think there were signs uh, that uh, as far as Jordan Love, some of the decision making, um, uh, some of his accuracy in the outside stuff and the floor kind of switching stuff up based on the personal he had. I think there's uh, despite the ugliness, I think there was for me anyway, who I I tend to skew optimistic and I try to beat that out of myself. And I, I simply cannot. <laughs> but I think there were signs here uh, that you can be optimistic about. Uh, it's just it, whether they can execute it. I don't know, but there are signs that like, they know what they need to do to try to get back on track. They know how defense are playing them and they're adjusting to it. I think that's, it's promise even in a very frustrating loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's really funny because Perry and I were like pounding the table and we said, look, if the Packers don't come out here against the Raiders and win in a, you know, just a dominant fashion, there are alarm bells going off everywhere. So you were honestly the perfect guest for this week because after talking to you, I'm like, there's not alarm bells at all. The Packers are going to be fine. And maybe it's our green and gold glasses. We both tend to be optimistic people in life in general. So with football, it's like, yeah, sure. Optimism. But I, I, I do feel better after the rewatch and sitting with it for a little bit. 
that I think this team can get on track. But Dusty, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining me this week. It's always fun to talk football. Could go for much longer. Um, If you don't follow Dusty already, for starters, what are you doing? I'm sure that uh, you should be following him if you aren't. Find his work, Cheesehead TV, Packer Report. Um, Which one did I forget? Pack a day. (laughs) (laughs) Can you talk about John Kuhn really quick, too? The the cool series that you're doing with John Kuhn because it's excellent. That's been great. So we've not recorded this week yet. I think we're going to do that um, either immediately after this. I'm not sure. Probably tomorrow. Probably tomorrow, I think, from the looks of things. But yeah, that's something uh, Cheesehead TV has given me a really fun example or a really fun uh, thing to do this year. They hit me with uh, a week before the season. They're like, hey, do you want to sit down with John Kuhn every week and break down films? <laughs> that sounds awesome. I would love to do that. Uh, so, yeah, every week I get a chance to sit down with, uh, with John Kuhn and talk about three or four plays. Uh, last week was uh, five rushing plays, which is great because I don't know a whole lot about the run game. So I have to pick his, his uh, brain about the run game a little bit. So we say it's a uh, we. It's usually Tuesdays, usually up Tuesdays over on Cheesehead TV's YouTube channel. Uh, this week, a little later because of scheduling and my football stuff. But it's it's been awesome. Um, usually I will pick a play or he will pick all three or whatever, and we'll just kind of go through it. I'll try to set it up a little bit, say what little bit I know, and then just let him cook a little bit. And he gets to talk about the blocking stuff and what he's seeing. And so it's, it's been, it's been amazing to be able to uh, sit down weekly with, with it. not only, not only a former NFL player, but like a Packers legend sit down with him on a weekly basis. And that was, um, he was, when I first started writing about football was 2013 when they first made the film available. So one of my go-tos whenever I get like new software and I want to try it out, my play is always fourth and eight. Week 17, 2013, Kuhn, of course, had that block. So for me, he's played a big part in in what I've what I do, uh, what I've been doing for the past 10 years, uh, for good or ill, I guess. So we all sit down with him and pick his brain about football stuff in terms of like, I think this is what I'm seeing. Is this correct? And he can tell me, yes, that's right. You're smart, or no, you're dumb. Here's what's really going on. And either way, I learned something. So it's been it's been really awesome this season. So it's it's been uh if you've not watched those uh Go ahead and watch those, I guess. Again, weekly up on Cheesehead TV's uh, YouTube. But it's been it's been it's been a blast. I've learned a ton. 